Hey everyone, Ben Valen here, and I do not have Jamie with me today, um, which is kind of sad, but Jamie and I are have been very hard at work lately. We're putting together a few new programs. Uh, we're putting together the four-week vocal break eraser. If you've been around Jamie, uh, been through the Vendera Vocal Academy, read the book, Raise Your Voice, you know Jamie has a very clear, very systematic approach to helping singers overcome their vocal break, but it helps singers do a lot of different things. And so the four-week vocal break eraser is an easier, simpler, uh, arguably faster way of overcoming the vocal break than even what you might have find um, in the Vendera Vocal Academy or in the Raise Your Voice book. So that's coming out real soon. We also have the uh, singer survival kit and the vocal reboot vocal recovery program um, coming out soon so you can just keep an eye out for those but I wanted to do this particular podcast by myself today because I have a little bit of a rant to share and so singers ask me I get emails people post in Facebook groups you know all sorts of stuff and someone basically told me hey Ben uh, I've been studying singing for a long time now. I've been uh, watching videos. I've been going through programs. I've taken some lessons, and my voice isn't getting where it's, where I want it to be. And what do I do? Am I never going to be able to sing? Have I been studying the wrong courses? Have I been doing any like this guy was very confused as to why he hasn't gotten his results. And so me, being the tough love guy that I am, uh, you know, I started asking him about what his practice schedule was like. And if you are a coach, (laughs) you'll know over time, it seems people have a tendency to just kind of overestimate how much they actually practice. Either they think they practice more than they actually do, or they just say that they practice more than they do because they they don't want to feel embarrassed about not having practiced very much. Um, so it, it became kind of obvious to me that this guy didn't really do it. And there are a few reasons, I think, for that. Um, and so the first one is, um, I think it's, it's sort of a, it's a fear of failing. Because if you have to try to do something and it doesn't work right away people tend to get discouraged, right? And if other people found out that you tried and then it didn't work right away, then people kind of think you look dumb, right? And it's kind of it's kind of funny. I play uh, some video games and stuff and I play some card games. And in the games, if you play against some random person um, and they mess up or they lose or whatever, often they'll use the excuse of, oh, well, I wasn't even trying that hard anyway. You know, or like if you like go play, you know, basketball or, you know, something against another person and you win, they like to just say, eh, I wasn't really trying that hard anyway, you know, whatever. Why do people do that? It's because they don't want to be judged as inferior or as failures. So they play off having lost to just lack of effort. And I think singers do the same thing. Um, whenever singers um, don't get the results they want, it's not because they weren't, you know, restudying a good method. It's not because the coach that they were going to was teaching the wrong stuff. I mean, those could be, those could be problems, but it's not always the case. 
often it's just lack of effort. And if you don't try to learn how to sing and you don't fail, then it's okay, right? Like just mentally you're like, yeah, well, you know, I, I'm not that great at singing, but that's okay. I've never really tried. It's fine. And in my mind, that is one of the most destructive negative types of attitudes that you can possibly have around anything regarding skill. And, uh, you know, in the games I play, uh, to take it back to what I was saying earlier, if someone beats me or if someone's better than me at something, I'm normally, hey, good job, you know, you won. That was, I tried my hardest, but you, you won. That was cool. And I learned from it. Um, and I learn from the other people. And it's more enjoyable that way. And I don't have to, like try to protect my ego or anything. It's being egotistical that way and being so concerned of, oh, well, what will this other person think if they found out I lost? Or what if I put in effort and it doesn't work? That thinking is very short-sighted and is very, very destructive. Um, so, so I want to take, um, I'm sure we've all heard the saying, right? If you, in order to succeed, you only have to try one more time than the number of times you fail, right? So if you, if you try once and it doesn't work, you try again. And if it doesn't work again, you try again. And, you know, we've all heard, I don't know if this is historically accurate, but we've all heard the, um, uh, Thomas Edison, I believe, taking 10,000 tries to make the light bulb. And he, you know, the, I, I don't know if he actually said this, but the, uh, as the story goes, um, you know, he said he didn't fail 10,000 times to make the light bulb. He just found 10,000 ways that didn't work. And then he eventually made the light bulb, right? And now think about all the wonderful things that we have in our lives as a result of light bulbs. It used to be, you used to have to use candles um, or torches or fires uh, to keep stuff, um, illuminated, and then whenever the, you know, it was nighttime, you just went to sleep, and that was it, right, um, but the, the light bulb, I mean, I'm not really gonna go into the light bulb and all of its utility in our society, but we know how important and valuable they are, and the light bulb, um, was, was and is sort of the precursor to a lot of really cool, very, very helpful, um, inventions in our society, so, my point there is, had he just given up, or had he taken the approach, oh, well, I'm not going to try because what if I fail, that, where would our society be right now, right? Think about your favorite singers. Think about your favorite bands. Now, are these skilled people? Do they sound really good? Have they put a lot of practice in? Have they, it's not all rainbows and sunny days, when you're like a lead singer for a band or something. You can lose your voice, you can have a bad day, you can start off pitch. Uh, James Labrie recently, you know, had a bit of a uh, not the greatest performance and you know, some people kind of jumped on his back about that and you know, we're human instruments. It's, and, and so in some people's eyes, James Labrie failed uh, sort of in a public way and, you know, and so some people will see that and think, oh, well, I don't want to be a lead singer of a big band um, or a big act because what if that happens to me, right? And then some of the more well-known singers that have been losing their voices and stuff, um, they are sort of subject to almost public humiliation of a bunch of people criticizing them and, you know, whatever. 
had any of these singers and musicians allowed fear of failure and fear of humiliation or whatever stop them, they wouldn't be where they are, right? Take Jamie. Jamie is a pretty well-known vocal coach, uh, and he has put a ton of time and effort into becoming a better and better vocal coach. Uh, and he's given lots of lessons, he's written many books, and it seems just about every day uh, he gets an email about someone telling him something in his book that they don't agree with, or there's a typo, or whatever, and you have to sort of mentally get over that. You have to sort of be able to tune out noise, you have to be able to get over, you know, what if people say mean things about me, right? pretty freaking important and so that's I think what stops a lot of people from trying people don't try because what if I fail and what if other people see that I fail and what if they make fun of me or mock me for it right that needs to not be part of how you make your decisions. That shouldn't be a factor that you consider. If you want to sing, if you want to be a musician, if you want to have a band, then do it. Don't let fear of what other people might think about you prevent you from doing that. That's that's silly, right? And like people's opinions, well, number one, they come and go, right? Uh, people change their minds a lot of the time. Two, most people don't really think about you that much. So, like, think about it. Think about people who you see on a daily basis um, or throughout the week. How many of those people do you think, when they go home, spend an hour or two thinking about you, analyzing all your flaws, thinking about things that you've done wrong, you know, whatever? Nobody does that. Now, now think yourself. Think about someone that maybe you know, that you know from work. Maybe you don't interact with them that much, but you see them around. Or maybe, you know, if you go to school, think about someone in one of your classes that you don't really... Hang. Just just think of some random person in your life um, that you encounter. Now, let me ask you, how much time do you personally spend in a given week thinking about that person and all of their failures and insecurities and mistakes, how much time do you spend doing that, right? Like, none. You just don't do that. And the same goes for you. No one is walking around thinking, constantly judging you uh, as much as you might think that they would. Um, think about even, you know, more well-known people. Uh, think about, you know, famous uh, musicians, athletes, uh, entrepreneurs. Think whoever no one really goes around thinking negative stuff all the time. Like, who who is, like, consumed? They just spend their whole day th thinking about how terrible and awful and bad and, you know, whatever these people are. Right? Okay, so I think you get my point. If you are afraid of failing because what if people find out you failed, just don't, right? All right, so now I want to kind of transition to a topic um, sort of related um, that I covered in the 
the Motivated Vocalist newsletter recently. And if you are in the, so the Motivated Vocalist newsletter, for those who are not familiar, it's a weekly newsletter that Jamie and I write every week. Uh, and we send it only to Academy members, uh, Vendera Vocal Academy members. And in the newsletter, we teach new stuff. We, you know, share thoughts, tips on practice, vocal technique, et cetera, et cetera. And we teach some stuff in here that is exclusive to the newsletter. And we don't really go over it in any other places. But I, I do want to share a little bit about what I wrote in the last um, newsletter. And the title of this was called Becoming a Gritty Singer. And... If you have been around Jamie and me very much, you normally think of the word grit as being related to screaming or a rumbling vocal effect used in, like, metal music. So, let me share with you a new definition, an alternative definition to grit. Grit is strength of character, it's courage, it's resolve. Synonyms, bravery, spirit, determination, fortitude, hardiness, right? I want you to become a gritty singer. For many singers, it's easy to say this Monday, I'm going to actually start that vocal routine. Monday rolls around, procrastinate. We try to, in our minds, convince ourselves that it's okay to wait until Tuesday or starting next Monday, you know. Or if it's if it's the day we're supposed to start, we'll wait until 11 p.m. and say, oh, dang it, I can't practice now because everyone's going to sleep. No. It's time to get gritty. If singing matters to you, then make it matter. I, I have a concept um, that I learned. It's called the neutral observer. The objective neutral observer. Now, if someone who you don't know, who's not friends with you, who's never really interacted with you much, if they watched what you did throughout the day, throughout the week, for a whole week, you don't get to talk to this person, by the way. They're just going to watch what you do, okay? If, if after a week, if this person isn't convinced that you really care about singing, then you're probably not. How would you demonstrate to this person that you care about it? You would practice. You would sing songs. You would learn about vocal technique. You would read books. You would read newsletters. Out of all of those, the most important is, is practicing. Period. End of story. That is the most important part. This, this neutral observer is going to give... Pretend they're going to grade you. They're going to watch you for a week. And at the end of the week, they're going to give you a grade. If this neutral observer gives you like a D for singing that's you you have a lot of room for improvement i want you to become gritty i want you to be courageous i want you to be determined be brave singing if it matters to you you have to make it matter i want you to resolve strongly intently decide that you are going to do this Right? Are you going to do this? I'm asking you right now, are you going to do this? Yes or no? For some singers, that's a difficult question. Because it's very easy to play pretend, isn't it? To just, oh yeah, I sing. And then you'd never actually sing. But like you tell people you're a singer, you read about singing, or maybe you don't read about singing. 
Um, it's very easy to, like, trick yourself into thinking that you practice or that you sing. It's time to get serious. You need to resolve to yourself. You want to agree to emotionally, mentally, intellectually commit, decide that you're going to do this, right? Now, some people will tell me at this point, oh, Ben, I don't have the willpower to do that. I don't have determination. Uh, I, I'll stick to it for a day or a week or two weeks, and then I end up giving up, right? So, some singers also think that singing is a talent. Stay with me here. I'm, I'm making an analogy. So, a lot of people have in their heads, singing isn't, isn't skill, it's a talent. You either have it or you don't. And I don't have talent, therefore I'm not going to practice, so I guess I better just give up, right? A lot of singers believe the false belief that singing is talent, it is not talent, period, end of story. Singing is skill. Even if you have talent, you still have to develop the skill of singing, period. We actually did a whole other podcast episode. I think episode number two goes into more detail about that. Now, singing isn't talent. You can be talented, that's true. Some people are talented, that's true. But even if you're not talent, even if you are talented, whether you have talent or not, you have to work on the skill. You must work on the skill of singing. So what does that have to do with grit? What does that have to do with willpower? What does that have to do with determination? You don't it's not that you're talented at being determined. It's not that you're talented at being gritty. Determination isn't talent, it's a skill. I want you to think of it as a determination muscle, right? A determination muscle, and if you haven't used your determination muscle in a long time, it seems like it's going to be weak. Your willpower muscle, you think it's going to be weak, right? Well, if you haven't used it in a long time, then yeah, you can fall out of practice. You can, um, you can let stuff get in your way, and then eventually you start to think, oh, well, I have no willpower, I have no determination. No, you do. It's like a muscle. You have it. You just have to use it. And the more you use it, the stronger it gets. Does that make sense? Your determination muscle gets stronger the more that you use it. Your grit muscle gets stronger the more that you use it. So, I want you to develop your determination muscle. I want you to be a grittier singer. I want you to resolve that now is the time to do it. You know the saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Have you heard that before? I'll say it again. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Now, when it comes to singing, it's not a question of if it can be done, right? It's not a question of, is it possible to sing better? That's not the question, because we know the answer to that. The answer to that question is, yes, you can. It's physiologically, scientifically 
true. It's a reality that you can sing higher notes in full voice without hurting yourself. You can sing with grit. You can sing incredibly long notes. You can sing incredibly high. You can sing really low. That is all physiological scientific reality. Those things can be done, period, end of story. So the question of, is it possible to sing better? Get that question out of your mind. The answer is yes. Um, and, and some people get hung up on this. They think, oh, well, I'm not going to practice because what if I can't even do it? You can. You can and you can. It's not a question of possibility. It is possible. And Jamie and I give you the roadmap. We give you... You know, we have there's ton of ton of programs out, and you don't even need to get them from me. There are other um, or from Jamie. There are other coaches out there who can show you how to get there. The question of if it can be done—that's not a question. We we've solved that. The answer is yes, you can do it. The question is, are you going to do it? Have you been? sort of dilly-dallying? Have you been sort of just barely dipping your toe in to becoming a better singer? Have you been pretending? If so, that's not going to get you there. Sorry, I hate to break it to you. What it takes is grit. It takes resolve. It takes courage. It takes being willing to face yourself. You have to have resolve. You have to be you just have to, in your own mind, I'm going to do this. Right? That's what it takes. Now, it's at this point, <laughs> uh, if you're still listening to me, I probably challenged you a little bit. Um, and that's good. If you're still listening, that's a sign to me and to you that this is something you really want to do, but maybe you haven't really fully jumped into it. Maybe you still have a little bit of fear about what people will think of you. Maybe you have a little bit of fear that, well, what if I do it wrong, right? That's understandable. I can relate. Um, and I remember for quite a long time, I never really told anyone that I was interested in singing because I didn't want them to say, oh, well, sing something for me. And then <laughs> now I'm on the spot and it's like embarrassing if I can't do it well, you know. Um, but if you're if you have any lack of clarity of what to practice, if you don't know what to practice, how often to practice, if you don't know what exercises to do, if you don't know how to do the exercises, all of those questions have been answered for you, you know, so Vendera Vocal Academy, the Raise Your Voice book, V24 program, uh, the upcoming four-week vocal break eraser. There are resources out there that answer all of those questions. So the only really question remaining is, are you going to do it? At the time I'm recording this, I'm actually recording this on October 5th, which is Thursday, October 5th, 2017, and uh, I'm going to be putting this podcast episode up shortly, um, so it, it'll, it'll be up the same day. Now, at the time I'm recording this, there are 87 days left until New Year's Day. Now, think back to last New Year's Day. 
um, however many months, nine months ago, and some change. January 1st, 2017. Did you tell yourself, now this is my year? Did you tell yourself, this is the year I'm going to get good? Did you tell yourself, okay, well now I'm going to start taking singing seriously? Did you do any of that? And if you did, how's that coming along? If you are like probably most singers, you're not where you wanted to be by October. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I'm not trying to beat you up. But I what I am saying is, if you haven't gotten the results that you wanted, that's a lack of grit. That's a lack of resolve. That's a lack of determination. That's a lack of... of um, of of spirit that's a lack of fortitude now i'm not saying you are lazy i'm not saying you are a coward i'm not saying any of that i what i am saying though is you might have a false belief that is holding you back right one of those false beliefs is maybe it requires talent to be a better singer that's false another false belief is Oh, well, other people have willpower, and I don't have willpower, therefore I'm never going to be able to practice. That's also a false belief. There are lots of things that can get in your way, and I don't blame you if you have any of these. I've had them as well, and I keep finding them uh, manifesting you know, different beliefs that get in my own way, and then also in the way of other singers. But now is the time to get gritty. And soon, in the United States, we have Thanksgiving. Most people have some kind of Christmas or winter break thing coming up. Those holidays are going to take up a fair bit of your time for the rest of the year. So even though you have 87 days left until uh, New Year's, or maybe it's 86, um, you don't actually get all of those days if you're going to take a break for, you know, your whatever holidays for family gatherings. So you might only have 50, 60 days in 2017 left. Now, these last 80-something days, get this, these last 80-something days are going to pass. September, or sorry, January 1st, 2018 is coming. And when that day gets here, you will either be better at singing than you are now, or you will be stuck in the same place. Right? Whenever it's January 1st rolls around. Now, you get to decide which of those outcomes do you want. When January 1st rolls around, do you want to be in the same place? Or do you want to be a lot better? Right? Now, the difference between these two possible outcomes is what you decide today is what you resolve. Now, if you don't... So, now you have a conscious decision to make. You can decide, I am going to commit, I'm going to resolve, I'm going to be determined, I'm going to intently pursue the path to becoming a better singer. That's option one. You can decide that. If you don't pick option number one, you are by default picking option number two. Option number two is I resolve, I commit, I am deciding, I am intently pursuing the path 
of staying stagnant, right? You can choose to intently pursue the path of improvement with your voice, or you can intently decide to pursue the path of stagnation, all right? These are the only two options. There is no in-between. There is no alternative. You can either decide. You can either resolve. You can strongly commit. You can determine for yourself that you are going to do that. Or you can resolve. You can strongly commit. You can willfully, passionately decide. You can determine for yourself that you're just going to stay where you are. There are no other options. Now, I know this is a bit more tough love than you're probably used to me uh, giving um, on this podcast, and it kind of is. Um, now, this is <laughs> this is kind of how I am, um, and I kind of try to be a little nicer, and I'm not trying to beat anyone up or make anyone feel bad or anything like that. I want to see you succeed. That's what I want. That's what Jamie wants. That's what this podcast is here for. Yes, we like goofing off. Yes, we like having fun. Yes, we like entertaining you. But we want to see you grow as a musician. All right? And if and if we do, if that doesn't happen, then this whole thing is pointless. Jamie and I should just shut down the podcast, I think. We're here to help you. And I hope that this message sticks to you. I hope this message makes an impact because when January 1st rolls around I want your voice to have progressed a lot from where it is right now okay I think that's everything I have for you I want you right now to commit to determine to become a gritty singer I want you to resolve I want you to be determined I want you to be courageous Don't worry about what other people are going to think about you. If you struggle, if you stumble, if you fail sometimes, if you have a bad day here or there, that's expected, I think. But don't have 80-something bad days between now and January 1st. A few, okay. If you get sick, um, if you get the flu or whatever, take a few days off, okay, fine. If you take the weekends off from your practice, okay, that's okay. Um, But decide... Now, now is the time, and your voice is in your own hands. Your future as a musician is in your own hands. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Let me share a quote with you. The most pernicious aspect of procrastination is that it can become a habit. We don't just put off our lives today, we put them off till our deathbed. Never forget, this very moment, we can change our lives. There never was a moment and never will be when we are without the power to alter our destiny. This second we can turn the tables on resistance. This is from the book The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And I've shared this quote many times because to me it means a lot. It's very... He's right. At any moment of our lives we can change for the better. We can stop running away from our dreams to become successful singers and run towards them. Let me read this again. Let me just share this paragraph. Never forget this very moment we can change our lives. There never was a moment and never will be when we are without the power to alter our destiny. 
This second, we can turn the tables on resistance. I want you to resolve. I want you to commit. I want you to bravely determine and pursue that which matters most to you. If you haven't done that until this point, now is the time. Thank you for listening.